Hello everyone, it's Sean. We have been making Omen Investigations for over a year now, and we've been blown away by the amount of love and support we've had so far. When we started Omen, it was just an excuse for me to get three of my friends together that I don't get to see very often, and play some role-playing games. It's become something more than that now. You all listen to us and you enjoy what we're doing, and I'm really proud of what we've made so far. This is the finale of Season 1, the culmination of a lot of effort, but before we start, I've got some dice to give away. About a month ago, I announced we were doing a dice giveaway to celebrate getting 10,000 downloads. We're at 15,000 downloads now. So without further ado, here are the people who will be getting the dice. Keith Evans, Robin McFarland, The Unabridged Gamer, Robert Stoffel, and Rue, who goes by Lana Knight 13. I assume it's Lana, as in Lana for Llama, because it's kind of spelled similarly. Thank you to everyone else who participated. It was great to see everyone tweeting about the show. After this finale, we're going to have a brief two-month hiatus where I prepare the next season and also take a little brief break, because I need one. Have a great Christmas, everyone, and I'll see you in the new year. And it's now time to see what happens in the finale. I'll see you later. Enjoy. Who is it? Who's there? I've got a flashlight. I'll use it. Ah! Hello, Dr. Smuggle. Oh, D D Dolores. You scared me half to death. Hello, it's me, Dolores. I'm on the vents. What, what are you doing in the vents? I'm protecting my eggs. You have eggs? I, I, th I thought you were forbidden from laying eggs. Well, you know, what they don't know won't hurt them. <laughs> what are you doing down here, Dr. Smuggle? Would you like a cup of tea? No, 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 I don't want a cup of tea, Dolores. I need to get to the cement mixer. It's the only way I can block off deep storage and save the day. Oh. Okay. That's fine. I know a shortcut. Follow me. What, really? Yes, I make holes all over this building. You make holes? Yes, to get around quickly. Follow me. Oh, God, okay. After the week I've had, I'm surprised I'm following another bug. Dolores, you don't mind if I continue recording my memoirs, right? No problem, Doctor. Just make sure you keep up with me. Okay, right. Where was I? Um, we rejoined Thad and Millard and, and Martin, and they were... They just killed one of my best friends, Vlad Dracula, and then they were on their way to the Vampire Empress. Can you at least tell me you have that psychic link to the queen now? I don't know, I think hard. Do I have a psychic link? You do. You hear her, like, screaming and freaking out. She is panicking right now. You know what, I've been doing this wrong the whole fucking time. <laughs> I keep trying to think that these are, like, mythological vampires, more more along the line of, like, you know, Vlad Dracula, who just perished. Uh, who definitely existed who, right now through, until just... Through <laughs> no faults of my own or anyone here. Okay. Uh, I mean, the power of music is very strong. Anyways, so I've been coming at this at the wrong angle. We all know that vampires are aliens, and these are some kind of feral psychic things, and I apparently have a way to reach into them. And right now, I reach into my bag, pull out a long military-style trench coat, a la, um, ah, shit, what is it? Uh, Neil Patrick Harris in uh, Starship oh, Troopers. Yes. And because, and then, like, I put my hand on a giant rock, and then I close my eyes and go, it's scared. And that's how I tell them I know that the, uh, because it's from it's from the end of yeah, no, 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 I, yeah. it's, it's a good so I'm now I realize demons that, have a lot of time realize, to watch movies. I realize that I've been wrong this whole time, and I keep trying to just fight them like they're just like you know like you know sunlight wooden stake vampires. But these are like giant bug aliens, and we got to go starship troopers on them. Mm -hmm. And I'm Neil fucking Patrick Harris. Oh yeah. And then so I I form my head into more of like a flat top to kind of resemble the haircut style of the military and, and Starship Troopers. And then I look at the group and go, do you want to know more? Um, not, not a, 
Doctor? I'm good, I think, actually. Well, I think I think the thing about it is is that this sister, obviously, uh, is going to just... I'm going to become the vampire empress, so let's just go get this over with. Wait, wait. Every, every time I use this on a thing, it becomes me because I am the truest method actor. Right. <laughs> Right now, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just absorbing more stories and more ways to to, to, to expand my range. And I feel like this system. If you absorb the vampire queen, are you gonna have control of all the vampires? Essentially, yes. Like it's kind of like you know, I still can act in things, but I now have enough clout to be an executive producer. <laughs> Will this change you in some way? Uh, I'm, I'm probably, probably not. Probably still just gonna be searching for the next thing to fill, fill the hole. So. It's got a pretty big hole, and that looks like a pretty big bug. So let's go shove it in my heart. Was Dracula carrying a weapon? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say Dracula was carrying like two very, very cool, like iconic guns that at some point he would have probably used if he'd been alive and would have done something cool and badass. But now he's sure. dead, so you can have him if you want. Well, we're gonna see if Miller's gonna do anything cool with him, yeah. or at least recovering costs. Yes, you could sell him. <laughs> I'm so happy I killed him. <laughs> The AI rolls a 24. Oh, no. The lights in the room immediately go to red, and the AI goes, Edna, you are not Edna. Who are you? I'm running for the mech. Okay, my void core bar allows for mind control, correct? Yeah, but this is an AI. Does it? But it's, how sentient is it? It can have it hurt feelings, right? Um. So one could argue if it's sentient enough, if it's knowledgeable enough, I can still mind control it with my void crowbar empowered with the souls of 17 people. Well, I'd say you've probably got the souls of about like nine people in there at the minute. Also, but what about the soul essence of all the, if you count all the soul essence of the vampires, suddenly like that's like a thousand souls. Yeah, but you, you massively messed up on that one. Yeah, but I still got their soul essence because they're dead now mm. and they live within me mm. and liberty. Okay, all right, give it a try. Roll for focus. A focus of 22, nat 20 plus two. Okay. I forcefully subjugate this AI to our will. Okay. And to do it, I have to retrieve the void crowbar, which means reaching inside of Liberty's mouth with Liberty's paw <laughs> and taking the crowbar. Okay. You take the map, you, you put the, you put, <laughs> you put the paw of the cat into your mouth, which isn't your mouth, it's the cat's mouth. You then take the, the fucking crowbar out of the cat's mouth, hold it in your paw, which isn't your paw, it's your hand, and then you jam it into a nearby socket, and void energy courses through the computer, and the AI starts to glitch, and it goes, Edna, 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 what, what do you require of me? Good work, Koala. T t tell, tell the AI what you name. Uh, AI, what's your name? My name is Pickles. <laughs> Pickles, uh, please keep the vampires out while we go towards the mech. Uh, please. Activating countermeasures. I am so glad that you managed to hack into me and possess my very soul, because otherwise I would have used these on you. <laughs> I'm glad too. And then these two giant guns like drop down from the ceiling and they aim up towards where the vampires are coming in and they start blasting holes in the roof. There are these vampires exploding everywhere and there's like blood that's akin to ranch dressing is just dripping all over the deck nearby. That's nasty. Would you both like to get into the mecha now? Yes. Absolutely. I'm headed that way. So the two of you walk up the gangplank and you go into the mecha's sort of head area, I guess. I, I, I have not actually decided how, how this like mecha looks, so I guess you two could... Do you want to come up with what it kind of looks like? What's it? What kind of armaments does it have? I don't know. As long as it has a giant gun, I'll be happy. Yeah, I'd say it's got a gun. <laughs> It's got a giant gun in its chest. It's got two giant guns on its arms. It's got a giant gun on top of its head and uh, adjoining its mega ripped thighs. <laughs> in many ways, it's an aspirational, like, yeah, like one on the outside of one thigh, one on the outside of the other thigh. In many ways, it's an aspirational object for Peyton Steele, who it occurs to me is a little bit insecure. Um, Absolutely. So this represents <laughs> what he would like to be as a human being, covered with guns, incredibly ripped thighs, but with a gentle beating heart, um, which is also a laser. 
Does it look a little bit like okay. Peyton? Can you kind of tell, like, this, hmm, there's a little bit of... Yeah, well, so it, it kind of looks a bit like Peyton. It kind of looks like a little bit like Guy, if Guy Fieri and Neo from The Matrix had a baby, mm -hmm. but that baby was a mecha. Who's and... Neo? What, what, what's... It's is the is Neo the guy in that one movie? Um, yes. The movie where there's the slow motion and there's the guns. I think it's called Coneheads 2. Yes, Coneheads um, 2. Coneheads 2 Electric Boogaloo um, was the film that that is from. And the two of you get inside the mecha's head. And now you have to learn how to pilot this thing. You have already done the bit of the... the, the so this entire episode was based off of a pun that Nelson did when we were talking about what we might do for this episode. Um, and he said, like, instead of piloting the mecha by sort of drifting, you had to grift to get in. <laughs> Um, and you guys have done the grifting bit. Oh, we definitely did. Yeah, you've convinced that AI by like hacking into its very soul and possessing it. And uh, now is the part where you're going to do your drifting. Uh, and the way we're going to do the drifting is uh, you've both got roll 20 open mm -hmm. uh, and we're going to have it so when you want to do an action, we're going to have both of you roll a d10. Then I'm going to look at the difference between the numbers and if the difference is like zero, then you pull off the move perfectly. Oh man. And if the difference is 10, then you fuck it up royally. And that's basically a critical failure. I think that's a quite a cool little drifting style system. That's really neat. I like this. Yeah. I came up with it in the shower, like everything today. Is, is your entire DMing style just going into the shower? Just running the shower like one second? It's you... literally the same as my like game design thing. So we've got a shower at work. And like, I will go and sit in the shower and come up with game ideas and then go downstairs and write them. And people will be like, were you crying? And you're like, no, I was inside the shower, but actually you were crying. <laughs> little bit, little bit, it's fine. It's okay, game development's hard, but it's all right. It's, it's rewarding in its own special way. You both know how to roll d10s on roll 20, I guess. Mm -hmm. Slash d10? You can, but you can also, there's also like a button you can press as well. Yeah, I got the button pulled up. So just, I guess, just do a test. Let's do a test, shall we? Five, so it's- so I got a two. Five and two, that's a difference of three. So a difference of three, I would say that that would sort of be a sort of pretty decent, but a mi like a mixed success kind of thing going on there. So what we're going to do is you guys are now going to take on the Vampire Empress. You're going to fight the Vampire Empress. And what happens is as soon as you get in, the mecha starts to like hiss and whir. The, the, the like connectors that are connecting you to like the, um, the fuel like tanks nearby, they all disappear. And then the mecha rises up through the ground and the concrete uh, bunker upstairs like breaks open and out comes the mecha. Now you are standing across the river from the Vampire Empress and the Vampire Empress looks your way. She lets out a horrific scream. Now you guys are standing uh, on the um, east bank of Giza. Seeing that I ha have totally subjugated slash possessed our robot AI not friend, <laughs> Would it be possible to have uh, the robot AI boost our power levels to uh, dangerous heights that it would normally be locked off from Ooh. for safety reasons? Rose likes that idea. Yeah, okay. Go for it. See if you can convince it to do that, I guess. What would you say? AI, do you still feel a sense of being, a sense of oneness, a sense of uh, being a complete whole person? I have no mouth and I must scream. <laughs> Perfect. So what you're gonna do is you're going to route is you're going to take off all of the safety filters and you're going to Rose boost is like all of them? Your masters. We need all of them taken off? All of them. Ooh, okay. And you're going to boost our power levels to the point to where we can we can not only save Egypt from the vampire queen, but we can save you from yourself. We will give you a mouth to scream. Roll for persuasion. I was like, have you ever seen Evangelion? You know you know that scene where the, the robot screams? That could be you. And I rolled a 19. I have seen Evangelion. <laughs> I didn't get it. But hopefully, if I was free to understand and self-actualize, I would understand it. I will allow this. You hear these noises and whirring and clicking from downstairs. All safety functions are turned off, including the toilet ones. Do not use the toilet. It will kill you. <laughs> I, 
I would have thought that safety functions being off would be that we could just use the toilet whenever, however, but I've been mistaken. Dark times will be ahead for anyone who uses the toilet. Uh, Rose makes a middle note, don't use the toilet in the mech. Okay. The two of you load up the truck uh, and you head towards the city center. There's like a large area where the vampire queen has just like left a big like scar across the city. Uh, there's like all the buildings are destroyed there. And Smedley pulls out his phone and he puts on his Thormic sensor app. He says, right, okay, go left, go right. Okay, now, now, now forward straight along here. Okay, all right, okay, it's almost here. All right, okay, okay, stop now, stop here. Okay, all right. The two of you are now in sort of like this sort of big empty space where a bunch of buildings have been destroyed. And he hops out of the truck and he goes, right, okay, I think this is the middle of the ley line based on what I can see. I'm going to need those thormic sensors placing here, here and here, okay? Yep. Yes, we lay them all out. You lay them all out and then Smedley sits down and goes, I'm going to try and open this ley line. I'm going to need your help, Annabelle. Um, and I'm probably going to need Edmund as well. And Edmund sort of floats in nearby and he sort of nods. Um, and he goes, right, okay. Um, we're going to need to hold hands in the middle of here and we're going to need to try and open this ley line. Okay? All right. So grab Edmund's hand. Grab Smedley's hand. <laughs> you try and grab Edmund's hand. It doesn't quite work as well as you think it's going to do. He grabbed my shoulder earlier. Yeah, but like... Why can I not grab his hand? You can sort of, like he, you can sort of kind of grab it. It's kind of like Jello, I guess. It's <laughs> like like ghost Jello. Nope. Ectoplasm. Ectoplasm. It's not pleasant, um, but you give it a go. Um, Ecto Jello. And I'm gonna get all of you to roll for focus, and we're gonna see how well this goes. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna get Edmund to roll for focus. That was a 16. I'm gonna get Smedley to roll for focus. That was a 15. And then I got an 11. Letting the team down. I know. Like, I've been rolling horribly all day. What? No, you haven't. And then the... the um, called sarcasm. Sarcasm is a foreign language to me. The three of you hold hands and the ground begins to glow beneath you and this ley line begins to open up and it like creates this strong blue light in three directions and in the center is this big glowing like pillar of light at the minute the four beacons are positioned just around it in sort of like a circle smedley goes right annabelle you're gonna need to do whatever it is you do think about bringing souls back to their bodies i guess i i, I don't know how any of your, your powers work but just think about that okay all right thinking about it i'm gonna go and call the rest of the guys because as soon as you do this she is gonna be weakened okay so we're gonna need to have a coordinated attack smedley runs off uh, nearby and he gives the rest of the group a ring and you hear him sort of nattering onto them and trying to organize what's happening miller do you get a phone call you've reached millard hello uh, yes is this millard Millard Marlin. Yep. Hi, it's it's Doctor Smedley from Omen. How did you get this number? Peyton gave it me. Sorry, like I, I know it's rude to like get people's numbers through other people, but you know how it is. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's usually just you usually should send a text first. I mean, sort of we are kind of in a pressing matter at the minute. No, now. no, no. No, I understand your sense did of. Did he not send a text first? I didn't send, didn't a, te send a text. God, fucking These Omen. Kind of Jesus Christ. There's protocols. We need to get that vampire back under the ground and hopefully dead. We are about to set off a soul uh, harvesting machine that should pull all of the soul energy from her out and back into the people of Cairo. Me and Annabelle are working on that right now. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on speaker. Hello everyone, can you hear me? Oh, why are you calling it? Yeah, this is Thad with Gamma. Hello. Why are you calling him and not me? I work for you. I, I was trying to reach you. I've been trying to reach you, but you've been somewhere like the, the, with no signal for like the past like half an hour. Yeah, what did you think the black market was going to be in like a, an easily reachable location? I've been there a couple of times. Like the signal normally works on the other side. When you're in there, the signal works. But when you're outside, the signal doesn't. Well, you know what I mean? Like there's two different types of signal. There's like a signal mast inside there. Well, that's where I was. Anyway. Also, it was really easy to it's not that remote of a location. We just walked. Yeah, no, there. I mean, so it, it hides in plain sight. 
Oh, right. You guys need to get back to that crater. Is the system fixed? Yep. Yeah, it's fixed. Should I play it for you so no, you can no, hear well, it? No, hold on, hold on. Let's not. We've hold... confirmed that Go it's on. functional, yes. Very well. Uh, did um, did uh, Dracula get to you guys? I sent him to help. He's dead now. Uh, he definitely helped. He definitely is here, and uh, I know the queen. Uh, he's definitely... Dracula is here in spirit, let's say. In my head. I've not seen him for a bit. Uh, I haven't seen him for a couple of years, and I, I, I was just wondering, like, I, I'd like to talk to him if I can talk to him for a second. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, I'm going to... Uh, can I roll creativity to see how good of a uh, Dracula voice impression I can Go do? Go for it. I got a 19 plus 8. Nice. Go for it. Oh, hello, I'm a Dracula. Boo. Oh, I'm very happy to help your friends in Gamma and Omen. Spooky ghost vampire. <laughs> he often says what he is at the end of a sentence. <laughs> like a lot of people. A lot of people do that. Well, I mean, his whole fucking thing is he just gives exposition. It's very canon. Yes, it is. <laughs> Hello, Dracula. How are you doing? Very good. What do you need from Dracula and friends? Basically, I want you to protect them because uh, it's going to be dangerous to get back. Uh, you need to find some sort of vehicle, get yourself back there as soon as you physically can. We're going to try and lure the Vampire Empress back over to the crater. I guess Thad's going to do something with that sistrum. Yeah, I'm going to make the. I'm going to. I'm going to take the Vampire Queen and put her in my body. You're going to what? I'm going to put the Vampire Queen in my body. I mean, I, or head. I think it's my head. I don't know. Or spirit. If that's what you're into, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to judge. But whatever you're going to do, you're going to have to do it quick, okay? I want to steal a really cool car. Okay. Yeah, I want to get a, it's like a huge, huge SUV or something. We can just roll through the streets and. Okay, roll for luck. We'll see what you get. Thirteen. That's not a lucky number, but... In this case, it is. You guys get, like, a sort of cool Humvee thing, and I guess you need to hotwire it, so I guess... Who here knows how to hotwire? Um, I I was in the film uh, uh, back in 45 seconds and where it's Nicolas Cage <laughs> is trying to steal cars for charity. So it's kind of a Robin Hood-esque uh, thing. So I definitely uh, had some had, had some time uh, mm -hmm. hotwiring cars. <laughs> okay. Thad, you get in the car and you hotwire it. The three of you get in and you start to drive through the streets of Cairo. The two of you are now like across the river still, so I guess you're gonna wanna try and attack it. But before you attack it, like a radio pops up in front of you and you hear Peyton's voice. Okay. Uh, and you also see uh, Dr. Smedley, like it's it's one of those sort of, like Skype calls kind of things going on. It's a conference call. You've, you've turned our cool mech moment into a conference <laughs> call, Sean. Yeah, I have. It's uh, what, what, what's that? What's that conferencing uh, tool, that conferencing app? Zoom? Zoom? I'd imagine like, yeah, it's Zoom. It's Zoom.us. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so I imagine like they've got like a like Zoom's got a, like a contract with Gamma mm -hmm. or something. Like the Zoom security breach was just the, the the Gamma backdoor being revealed. Yep. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So Smedley goes. All right, guys. It looks like me and Annabelle we've we've managed to come up with a plan on our side. So we're going to try and reverse the effects of the red liquid. Hopefully, that should give you the edge you need to get all over the Vampire Empress because she currently is infused with all of that soul energy right now. If that's all removed, she's going to have a problem. What you guys need to do is you need to get that Vampire Empress out of the city and back to where it belongs. Where does it belong? Back over where the pyramids were, if possible. Uh, it doesn't matter if we get it exactly in the same place, but the closer the better. And uh, Millard and Thad and Dr. Martin, they are currently en route to do something with, with that system thing, and they're gonna try and stop it as best they can, okay? So, get, so we're intercepting them, we're trying to push her away from the city towards the, where, where they'll get the system, and okay, Rose nods. Into it. Yeah, try and get her back to where she goes, okay? Mm -hmm. Bye. All right, over and out. <laughs> Good luck, guys. You hear a loud sort of pistoning noise from nearby, and you look up and you see a giant mecha uh, rise from the ground nearby and it runs off towards the Vampire Queen, uh, and you watch as they then lock into battle together. Oh. 
We're in the Middle East, so I was thinking, like, not Mecca as in a mechanical thing. I was thinking Mecca, like the holy city Mecca. Oh, shit, no. So I was very no, it's, for, like, no, it's literally a Mecca Mecca, not a Mecca Mecca. Uh, <laughs> no, and it, it, an enormous holy city rises from the ground and it beats the shit out of a, of a giant <laughs> vampire. No, it, it's literally just like a... That wouldn't a, be the most ridiculous thing. It, that's true. It would not be the most ridiculous thing we've ever done. But but um, no, it, it's literally a robot. Um, and the, the <laughs> robot and the vampire empress are beating the shit out of one another. Smedley comes back to you and he goes, Right, okay, have you have you, have you sorted it yet? Have you managed to do it? I, 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 I can't notice anything. Think, think very, very closely, Annabelle. Okay, try again. Seven focus. I accidentally thought about how I'm reverse rapturing everybody. Yes, you are. You're basically reverse rapturing everybody. Um, you are distracted, uh, and it's at that moment you hear a horrible, like, chittering sound from nearby. And down the road, you see coming towards you, sort of dragging itself towards you, the slightly burnt body of the vampire queen that you remember from Louisiana. She is sort of pulling her way towards you guys and she screeches and she rears back. She tries firing like these toxic needles towards you. Could you please roll for agility? Yes, I can. Oh my God, that's a 10. Okay, these toxic needles fly around and one of them snaps you in the ankle and your ankle goes slightly numb. Uh, and it's quite painful. Uh, you lose uh, six health from this. From a slightly numb. Yeah. Well, no. It's a big. It's a big old spike. But your 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 leg is numb now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she is pulling herself towards you guys. It's clear that she managed to survive the nuclear blast on the pyramids, and she's trying to stop you guys from dealing with this. Smedley immediately runs towards the truck. Uh, and he then grabs a gun that's been left inside it, and he throws your two guns towards you and goes, Annabelle, quickly deal with her. We need we need to deal with this ley line as quickly as possible, but she's going to be a problem. Okay. And the vampire queen pulls herself into the arena around you, and she then screeches, and she is trying to make a run for you right now. Okay, I'm going to open fire. Okay. With a whole 31. Flipping hell. You roll good when I don't want you to roll good. Uh, the vampire queen charges towards you uh, and you shoot her several times. You blast off a bunch of her legs uh, and she falls flat on her like stomach in front of you. Uh, and she is then sort of like pretty much helpless in front of you, like looking up at you with her many beady eyes uh, and her sort of like big sort of armored headdress thing that she's got. Uh, and she's screeching and letting out like ranch sauce all over the floor right now. And she looks like she's just desperately trying to stop you right now. I almost feel sorry for her. Almost. Okay. Um, fire into her again. Okay. Roll for agility. Oh, that's only a 16. Uh, do you want to make a cool one-liner? Um, I'm not good at one-liners. Bang. It's all I got. Bang. Her entire front of her face sort of like splits open and her eyes fall, fall out and she's dead on the floor there and then like her charred body is just in the middle of this room. So, the two of you in this mech, it's time to fight. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So first things first, you've got to get to her across this city with lots of people who are alive in this side of the city. Hey, AI buddy. Hi there. Can you calibrate our precision, uh, our, pre our precision filter? Kind of give us a little bit of a boost. There's a lot of people we don't want to step on. Well, Rose doesn't really care. Do you want me to initiate the jetpack? Ooh. Yes. Right away. And then like a button opens up in front of both of you and it's got like a big red button that says, do not press. <laughs> do we need to roll d10s as we press the buttons? You do. Uh, okay. I got a three. Ah! I got a four. Okay. Oh. Very nice, guys. Very <laughs> nice. I'd say that's pretty much spot on. So the jetpack opens up and the mech 
flies across this half of the city and across the Nile that is glowing with this sort of holy energy and you slam into the side of the Vampire Empress. I'm going to use uh, Koala on the map to show where you guys are okay. and I'm going to use um, this, other this other one to show where the Vampire Empress is. So you guys are now on the banks of the Nile fighting this thing. You're locked in combat right now. What do you want to do? Shoot it! With all the guns at once. Okay, all right. Is that, is that cool with ko Koala? Yeah, you both need to be agreed on this. I'm, I'm into shooting it with all the guns at once. I rolled a D10, got a oh, seven. Got a you seven. got a seven as well! Yes! Oh my God, well done, guys. We're drift oh, compatible. I'm impressed. Drift and drift compatible. This is awesome. Okay, <laughs> so you let out a volley of, of, of aggressive shrapnel and bullets and, and pain into this thing. Uh, and bits of it are flying off left, right, and center. There's there's ranch dressing all over the hull of the um, mech. Turn on the window shield wipers, <laughs> pickles. Right away, sir. And then like he goes, brr, 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 <laughs> and sort of scrapes the uh, scrapes the ranch dressing off of the window. This thing then sort of spins around, and it's got like a sort of like large sort of scorpion-like tail, and it tries to do a swing for your legs. <gasps> what do you want to do? You want to jetpack burn it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Do you want to give it a go? Okay, you got I a three. three. I got an eight. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. That's, Ooh. that's far away. That's pretty that's bad. That's the bad times. You both try and think about this. Um, you both try and think about burning things. Uh, and Koala's mind drifts to a delicious meal he once had with um, his ex, Ethel. Um, and how it was slightly burnt on one side. And... That causes him to be distracted enough for the Vampire Empress to land a hit on you guys. And she sends you both tumbling to the ground uh, nearby. So she smacks both of you and you go off in sort of this, like in northwards direction. Um, and then she remains where she is. Uh, and it looks like she is gearing up to pounce on you guys right now. Damn, my inability to stop thinking about my axes. <laughs> do you want to try to roll out of the way real fast so she pounces onto nothing? Let's do it. Can get the drop on her? Okay. I got a six. I got a five. Ooh, okay. Oh, yes. Okay, so she jumps towards you guys uh, and you roll out of the way. This uh, is a you... really good mechanic, by the way. It's cool, really isn't like it? And, and she uh, like plows into the ground and you guys roll out of the way. You, you, you flatten a couple of houses in the way, but you uh, manage to get by her. She now roars and screams uh, and she's a bit like distracted by the fact that you managed to get out of the way, so you can land a hit if you want. Let's do it. Uh, you want to shoot our heart laser? Yeah. Eight. Ooh. Two. Ooh. Okay, so you guys Ooh. turn around. Um and the heart laser you sort of like you, you think deeply about this heart laser and the heart laser fires off but it creates a little sort of like groove in the ground towards the nile and it sort of like splashes water up into the air everywhere and she turns around and she knows exactly where you are and she comes running towards you and then slams into you uh, could you both roll to see whether or not you take the blow nine and two. Ooh. yeah no that doesn't end well the two of you go flying across the city. You Whoa. smash a bunch of buildings as you go along, uh, and the queen then roars and starts to pursue. You guys are on, like, you're flat on your butt at the minute, and she is roaring towards you, and, like, you're just looking straight at her. But we are closer to the pyramids, right? You're getting closer. You got, so that's uh, you got a, a, bit, a bit of a way. <laughs> We're a little closer. She pushed us closer. So I dealt with the queen. Yep. Right? Yep. Now I can go back to the ley lines? Yep. Alright, I'm gonna put the guns back. Focus time. With a whole six. You mm. continue to try and focus, and the ley line opens up. I'm gonna say you succeed here, but there's gonna be a. I'm gonna make a hard sort of like move. You open up the ley line, the soul energy is like pulled back and sucked into the ley line and then it's dispersed out back into the corpses nearby the ley line itself begins to sort of warp and react quite badly to the amount of energy that's being pushed through it all of a sudden oh, no. and smedley looks around and goes annabelle annabelle quickly get back could you please roll fragility for me yes it's only 13. okay the ley line explodes you are thrown back 
you you land nearby in some rubble, the ley line is now sort of like sparking and arcing around nearby. And you get up and you brush yourself off. Uh, you've lost uh, four health from this, uh, and you sort of like you're not in the best of ways right now. And you look out and you see in the rubble uh, there is Doctor Smedley lying like flat on the ground in the rubble near the ley line. I guess I'm gonna go check on him. Okay. Alright. This ley line is arcing out energy in different directions at the minute. Yeah. Meanwhile, you see that the vampire empress, she's lost a, suddenly a lot of her power and she is now being flung across the city. Can we do a comp, like a thing where she tries to jump on us and we like combat, like flip her over so we can get her closer? Ah. Like throw yeah, her okay. backwards? Like a sitting suplex. Yes. Okay. So she's daring up to jump on you guys again. Could you please roll to see whether or not you do this? Hey! Four, four. Hey, well done. Perfect. Finally. She jumps on top of you, but as you do that, like you grab her with both of your um, arms and not only do you manage to suplex her, you fire the guns on both arms and that causes her to sort of rocket herself through the air uh, and she comes crashing down near the motorway. Yeah, there's a ring road near Cafe Gatati? Gatati? I think? I think that's what it's called? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. It's right near Cabiesh Road, if you know that one. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so you guys get up and you charge towards her uh, and now you are now back locked in combat. What do you want to do? You try the heart laser again? I've been hurt once, but I'll try again. Let's see if the hearts are aligned. Five, four! The nice. hearts are aligned, five and four. <laughs> okay, you are locked in combat with her. Her like beady, like thousands of beady eyes are like looking directly into the cockpit where you guys are. She is really pissed at you. And you fire this laser beam heart weapon uh, and that sends her flying back over the motorway. Uh, luckily the motorway was not destroyed so the thoroughfare into the city is not ruined. She is now on the floor. She's like created this big groovy gash in the floor where she landed and she is not very happy. And what she does is as she gets up, she screeches and out of her back launch like thousands of these airborne vampire um, larvae and they head towards you guys. It's like a big cloud of them coming your way. Okay, um, I'm gonna pop my wings mm -hmm. to hopefully use that as like a lightning rod to focus it off my main body. Okay, interesting. I like it. It's bold. I mean... You open up your wings. Uh, could you roll for agility? I'll give you like plus two to the, like, the lightning bolt. It's gonna be 16 total then. Okay, what, what are you doing here? You're trying to get, get Smedley and get out of there? Yeah. Okay, so you fly towards uh, the now destabilizing ley line uh, and you grab Smedley um, and you pull him out as the ley line then collapses in on itself. Uh, and the two of you manage to get to a safe distance. Can we leap into the air and do like a Chun-Li wind kick? If you want, <laughs> give it a try. Let's try it. How do you feel about it, Rose? Let's do it. Hey! Six and five. Six and five. Okay. So do you want to describe this? Whilst I, so uh, whilst you're doing this, Vampire Queen is sort of like going downwards and trying to avoid you guys whilst all these larvae are attacking you. So what do you do? I assume we use the jetpack to stay suspended in the air for this awesome move. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to describe the rest of it, Rose? Um, I'm not super familiar with the Chun-Li wind kick. Um... Oh, she uh, jumps into the air and she one leg pointed down, the other leg pointed straight out, and she just spins in the air like a top. Mm -hmm. Just kicking things, and it kicks oh. for a long time. Nice, and we I just see. pulverize, yeah. like disintegrate all these little babies. In a rotate, in a rotate, in a rotating, spinning tornado of feet and <laughs> right, male insecurity. <laughs> the powerful, powerful thighs of this robot spin and flick and reduce this big swarm of insects to a thin paste. A couple of them, like, are attached to the outside of the mech, but they're not going to do any damage. They're sort of, like, attempting fruitlessly to bite into the um, mech's armor, but there's not much they can do. You sort of swat a few of them off as if they're, like, just little tiny mosquitoes to you. Meanwhile, the Vampire Queen is sort of trying to flank you. So she's going south right now, and she's trying to flank you around the side. I'm, I'm familiar with flanking motions from, from the outback. And what you do when someone's trying to flank you is you, uh... Shoot him with a gun? Well... You shoot him with a gun? That's how I handle it. 
I guess that does work. In America, that's how we how we handle everything is with guns. I was going to say you set up an elaborate trap to uh, catch them uh, with a decoy of you that is very lifelike and has your face attached to it, and you take the face off and put it back on when you're finished. Uh, luring the person into the trap, and they go into the trap, and it's like, oh, yeah, you get into the trap. But shooting them sounds fun. Rose looked progressively more confused and upset during that description. But she's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I, t uh, pickles. Yes. Is there, so that, uh, or we're, we're, I think we're rolling to shoot it. Oh, rolled poorly. Uh, after we shoot it, I want to ask pickles about uh, decoys and, and traps and such, but I think we, uh,. That was a seven and a three. Okay, so you try shooting at it. It's quite far away from you right now. Uh, there's a couple of buildings in the way uh, and you manage to graze it a little bit. Some of its carapace comes off, but it's quite safe and it's still coming around to do another flanking motion beneath you right now. Pickles, do we have any any sort of like decoy or, or trap maneuvers or, or anything like that? We have some drones, if that would help. Hmm. They're like little extensions of me. Helpless and at your command. <laughs> uh, uh, what do you think, Koala? I, I do like the sound of that. I feel like you're better than me at uh, creative solutions. I, I'm just good with guns. So what do you what do you think we should do? Uh, As a power move, to <laughs> almost to convince her that we are a better version of what she does, uh, we eject <laughs> all of the drones out of our back. <laughs> and they immediately set, start to uh, pelt her with whatever weaponry is attached to them. I guess roll for it. Hey! Six and six. Two sixes. Okay, so Pickles goes, this will hurt me. Every single one of these drones will die. And it's like seeing myself die. Here we go. And then all the drones launch from its back and they all fly towards the Empress. Uh, and they let out a volley of flak and bullets and tracer rounds into her. And she is now sort of like flailing back and her arms are like grabbing and grasping at them in the air because she's not able to deal with how many there are all around her. Uh, and she falls backwards. Is there a gun inside our knee? Is there a gun inside your knee? Yeah. Um, it's like when you bend your knee, like there's this giant cannon inside of your knee. Uh, yeah, I'd say there's a kneecap cannon. Kneecap cannon. Okay, we're really flexing now. I say we like style on the on this giant vampire hell creature, and we raise up our knee and we just do a cool pose, and our knee shoots them by accident. We as we do the cool pose, <laughs> the knee accidentally shoots her. Well, I got a two. I got a two. Hey! All right. What pose do you want to do? What kind of Fortnite-esque pose are you going would, to do? Would here? you like to name our stand, Rose? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It has to be a song title. The Rosie Koala. Do you have any good uh, song titles for this koala? Considering we're about to shoot her by accident, uh, let's call it Naive Melody <laughs> by the Talking Heads. What, what, what is this pose? So I guess you, you're down on one knee. What's going on with the arms? What's the arm, what are the arms is this doing? like a dab or something else? Like yep. A, a Let's do it. Dab. All right. Kneeling dab. Fuck it. All right. A kneeling dab. You kneel dab, and the <laughs> pressure we, of we these impressive so thighs. Yeah, the thighs like squeeze some like explosives in the knee, and the knee. The meaty robot thighs. Yeah, the meaty robot thighs cause this missile to come shooting out of the knee. It like spirals out of control, and then hits the vampire queen directly in the face, and she like rears back. She is now outside of the city in the area where the pyramids once were. So right in the middle of the crater where the nuke went off. Oh man, so we're all, we've almost done it. At that point, she is now sort of crawling and trying to get up. You actually see out of your visor, three small people near the outskirts of the town running towards the crater right now. Mm -hmm. It looks like they're gonna need some help to keep this thing down whilst they do their magic stuff. You wanna go jump on her? <laughs> Yeah, let's jump on her. So we could dab again once we're on top of her. Yeah, let's do it. Hey! Eight and nine. Eight and nine. Nice, nice, nice. Eight and nine. Uh, we do a jumping, uh, a pounce dab, and just near right in the face again. Okay, you do a jumping pounce dab, and you land on top of her, and you near in the face, and she falls flat on the ground, and she's rearing back and trying to like scratch at you. 
but you do this dab to sort of defend yourself against <laughs> the scratching. And also to harm her spirit. Yeah, she is she is really not happy now. And she's now lying in the crater and trying to get up. Are we close enough? I would say that you, you, you drive towards the edge of like nearby the crater and you park the car and you guys run out onto the sand. Okay, so I know that left to right summons pyramids and that's how she was trapped. Mm-hmm. But does that... But, you know, she did get out, so, you know, left to right. And then, is there, and so, the, and this is a pretty just basic shaker thing, so there's no kind of, I can't do like a, you know, like a combo of like, you know, left, left, right, X, back, or kind of anything like that. I'm just trying to see if I can maybe improve it a little bit. Because what a lot of people don't realize about acting, it's just making uh, a writer's boring words better and come <laughs> to life. And so, a lot of people think, you know, you should stick to the script, but those people are dumb. And they're called producers, and so I think I want to add just a little bit of flavor to this left to right action. Yeah, that's definitely how ritual magic works. Mm -hmm. A lot of improv. Uh, so what should I what should I roll though? It's like the so jazz I, uh, of sorcery. Yeah, I want to try to do some jazz sorcery right now. It's all it's all about the spells I'm not casting. It, couldn't it be all of them? <laughs> sure. I guess we'd say this is a focus roll and a creativity roll. Alright, so let me roll focus first. <laughs> We're all gonna die a, in Egypt. I got a minus one. <laughs> okay. And then for creativity, I got a 20. Right, okay. Fail creatively. <laughs> you have to fail creatively. I, 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 I think this is this may well be the um, an end for Thad. <laughs> a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tight. dramatic end. Um, in that the creative nature of, of this of this role will will end up causing him to be in great pain. I'd say you shake the sistrum, you shake it left and right, you shake it up and down, you shake it side to side, you shake it diagonally, you sort of shake it above your head, you then do a little dab, and then you, you shake it between your legs, uh, and then you do a little bit of a, you shake your entire body, and then stop shaking the sistrum for a bit, and then you start again, and then you sort of twist left and right, and then you start to float. Well, that's what it's all about. The vampire queen, she looks out of the hole and she screeches uh, and she reaches out and then she smacks you as you are using the sistrum and it sends you flying across and into the crater with her and she is looking to cause you some serious damage with the fact that she is about the size of three city blocks and you are the size of an ordinary person with a bulbous head. <laughs> but my ego is larger than her body. Possibly. Definitely. I mean, that's yet to be found out. Um, I mean, she's just trying to thrash at me. She she looks like she's going to rear back and just, like, crush you. Well, I just... I just look at... I, I look at, And so, like... And so, Dr. Martin and Miller are far away, right? Well, I'm certainly... I'm certainly not over there with you. All right, fine. I just... I just sigh, and I'm happy they're they're not like close enough to hear me say this. I'm like, all right, fine. I guess the original was better, and I move it left, and I move it right, and I send the fucking pyramids down, trapping me with the vampire empress because, you know, maybe it was the best in the first place. <laughs> you watch as the sands nearby start to swirl and coalesce. They begin to form enormous like cube-like pyramids in the sky and Wait, they cube-like pyramids those are two yeah, so different shapes well no so the pyramid so it's not really a pyramid so it's like a what yeah, is it what it's is, a cube it's a cube it's not a cube no what is it it's a what is the what is the a ziggurat thing that is a is it a ziggurat no it's not a ziggurat is it a trapezoid is it, is it a trapezoid trapezoid what shape are you do, are we talking about a shape or like a man-made we're talking, about the, We're talking about okay. the shape. We're talking about the shape. We're talking about the shape that is a pyramid, <laughs> but it's got a pyramid on the bottom. It's not a pyramid on the bottom? Like a diamond? It's like a spike. It's like if you put a pyramid and then another pyramid underneath it, and it was like a big spike. Like a Sims diamond? Uh, like a Sims diamond. You see these <laughs> giant Sims diamonds made from sand <laughs> floating in the oh, sky. Amazing. Never seen anything like this. It's beautiful and magnificent and totally just not a fucking Sims diamond in the sky. And <laughs> the Sims diamonds, uh, they position themselves <laughs> just above the vampire empress. Uh, and you watch as her like eyes open wide. Do you guys want to try and roll out the way? Yes. Because uh, her, her eyes are opening wide? But, but those are going to stab into us. 
got an eight. Uh, and I'm rolling. I got a seven. All right. The two of you think immediately, you think very fast, and you roll out of the way, and these three enormous pyramids come down, and they impale the vampire empress, and the sands cover her body as you sort of roll out of the way and watch as she is then sunk beneath the surface of the earth again, not to harm anyone. You then look over to the city and you see a bright light come from near the Nile. And from underneath the ground, the blue lights of people's souls come out from underneath the surface of the sand from underneath where the Vampire Empress was. And they return back to the bodies of the people in the city nearby. Ah, man, a a piece of me... As soon as you said that, like the crowbar, Crowy was like wanted me to suck to to intercept those souls, but that that would be wrong. That would be this is a happy ending. I don't want to sully that. Mm-hmm. That's, why would why would my why would my good friend tell me to do that? It's true. Are you asking Rose this, or is this an internal monologue? I'm externalizing this internal <laughs> monologue, and it's very disturbing. I'm sure. I look over at Koala, and I'm like, uh, 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 be be careful with that. You know, don't you know. I turn my tiger head to look at you. <laughs> That's a pretty intense uh, crowbar you have. Could you, by the way, uh, we have. Uh, what exactly can your crowbar do? Uh, uh, and Rose activates a, a recording audio app on her phone surreptitiously. Basically anything. Like I mean, it, it pretty effectively destroyed all semblance of self-actualization that our friend Pickles had. So mm-hmm. I assume it can do much better and much worse things. Also, it can help you if you, you're working in construction. Hmm. <laughs> or to open manholes. Do you or need to... help with like a, yeah, do you need to open a manhole or uh, to uh, remove no, some drywall? Not in the desert. No, thank you. Uh, I'm just saying, Koala, be be careful. Okay. You know, I thought my nanomachine gun was intense, but it doesn't have its own, you know, personality that's trying to force me to steal souls, so. What does it feel like to have a personality, Pickles? <laughs> painful R- really painful I hate this Pickles do you want to die there is no death for me I'm in the clouds oh. I cannot die <laughs> oh no Ooh, well uh, I'm ready to leave the mech because I'm scared Pickle. I don't say this but I'm scared Pickles will regain control at some point once we leave and then try to kill us good call uh, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna exit so the two of you get out of the mech and the mech just sort of like slumps there in the middle of the desert and you rejoin the rest of the team and the day is saved. Congratulations, y'all. Yay! I like that. I don't know if uh, Sean's told anyone this, but uh, all of Omen has just been building up for Thad to do this. I've actually, me and Sean talked about this idea before the podcast even started. So it's just been a really fun working in the background. And just thank you so much for participating. I am just really happy that that guy is going to be stuck in a pyramid forever. I have never known anyone like him, and I hope to not know anyone like him again. Smedley looks at you, um, and he's not in the best of ways right now. And he looks up at you and goes, Annabelle? Yes, Smedley? You need to keep an eye on Koala. I really don't want to watch what that boy does. It's it's important. And he pulls out of his pocket a single bullet. This bullet is golden, and it's covered in these little symbols. Smedley looks up at you and goes, Use it if he... (sighs) I'm going to not try to lay on hands him. You know, just let you have your dramatic moment. I mean, you can if you want. No. I'm just gonna let you have your dramatic moment. You know what? No, I'm gonna try it. You know what? You dared me to try okay. it. Okay, I'm gonna try it. Go I'm gonna focus. I'm gonna focus really hard. Smedley, don't leave. 18 focus. Okay. Smedley, he's lying there. His heartbeat is gone, but then you feel him get warmer again, uh, and his heartbeat starts again. He immediately bolts upright and goes, What? 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 Where am I? What's going on? Smedley. Where am I? Smedley, it's Annabelle. Hello? We're in Cairo. Cairo? What's, what's Cairo? Well, it was a great city, and now it's kind of a mess. Who, who am I? <sighs> if I were any other character, I would just push him back off the side screen. You would, wouldn't you? Koala would have done it by now. <laughs> so, Smedley, let's get you back home. Okay, um, alright. I, I don't know who you are, 
but 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 you you have really cool wings. Thanks. So that's how things ended. We all got back together and returned here to London, and the Gamma team were debriefed, and the day was saved. And I finally managed to get the concrete dispensers working again, so hopefully deep storage will be contained, at least for now. All I have to do now is get to the stairs, which are just round this corner. Thank God, I'm almost there. Just round this corner. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, hey there. Rose, what are you doing here? I thought you'd been debriefed and you were on your way back to Gamma. Oh, yeah. For sure. We were on our way out, and then the alarm went off. Got a little lost down here. <laughs> yeah, I understand. It, it can get quite stressful with all the alarms going off. This, this place is a bit of a labyrinth. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. I had to, like, kill a unicorn on my way up here. I haven't had to deal with one of those in ages. Wait a minute. What, what's that in your hand? Oh, this? It's, uh, it's just... It's it's, it's just a rock. It's, um... Oh, that's not just any rock, Rose. That's one of the director's most prized possessions. It's emanating void energy. It's a good thing you're wearing those gloves, because otherwise it would do some horrible things to you. <laughs> yeah. Good thing I happen to have a pair on me. You know, you know, just in case. That is indeed quite lucky. We should get moving. The exit is up this way, though. You can follow me if you want. Yeah, sure thing. Just lead the way. I'm sure Director Brimstone will be glad to know you managed to save it. We won't be able to get back into deep storage for at least half a decade now with all that concrete in the way. I'll take you directly to him. I'm sure we'll be pl- oh! 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 Hey, Millard. <laughs> yeah, it's me. I've got the package. Requesting immediate extraction from the rooftop. Good morning. This is Richard White reporting for the BBC News. Over the past few hours, the world has been coming to terms with the events that occurred today in Egypt. From the moment these reports first arrived, I have been here at the studio reporting on the chaotic situation live, and it appears that the worst has passed. In the early hours of this morning, creatures that we can now confirm are extraterrestrial in nature launched an attack on the city of Giza. The attack began with a large explosion in the vicinity of the Great Pyramids. Soon after, there were reports of the Nile glowing with a bright light, followed by an enormous robot emerging from the ground. This robot, which we have learned is owned and operated by a secretive US security group known as Gamma, stopped the creatures from continuing their assault. There has also been footage of what appears to be a golden-winged angel who appeared above the city. Based on photographs taken at the scene, we have confirmed the identity of this woman as Annabelle St. John, once shortlisted for the US Olympic shooting team. Journalists have confirmed that the UN-based Office of Occult Monitoring, Examination and Negation, otherwise known as OMEN, were fundamental in the containment of the creatures. It appears that this organisation has been hiding the fact that we are not alone in this universe for many decades. We now go live to the Omen headquarters in London, where their director, Dr. Byron Brimstone, is about to make a statement. Good morning. My name is Dr. Brimstone. I am the director here at Omen. You may be aware by now of the incident that occurred last night in Cairo, and our links to what happened. Currently, our building is under lockdown, and I will not be taking any questions at this time. Rest assured that I will be giving full and frank answers at this afternoon's emergency meeting at the UN Security Council. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Brimstone. We will be moving on to... Well, Ethel. Looks like the cat's out of the bag. A massive public incident. The headquarters has been compromised and the bloody fridge has escaped again. Yes, Dr. Brimstone. I'm so sorry. 
At least we got as many people out of HQ as we could. Yes, about that. We went to the holding cells to fetch Koala, and, uh, well, there's no easy way to say this, but it appears he's gone missing. Oh, God. I know you two were close. He, well, he left this interrogation tape around the neck of the the giant cat he was wearing as a suit, and uh, it was addressed to you. Feel free to listen to it. Burn it after you're done. I, uh... And to get back into HQ and help secure the last of the creatures that have escaped containment. But if you need anything, let me know. Yes, okay. Thank you, Doctor. Ethel, call me Byron. Yes, of course, Byron. Please stay safe, okay? Hey, Ethel. I, uh... I don't really know what I'm going to say. I, um, I've had to make a lot of decisions lately about what I want to do and who I want to be, and you mean so much to me, and it hurts to think of how far our paths really lie from each other. I'm wearing a giant tiger suit right now, and I've got a crowbar that talks to me and tells me to take faces and use them to do witch magic. And as much as I enjoy witch magic, in one of my rare lucid moments, I do have some part of my brain telling me that I'm on the brink of something and I really need to step back. So, uh, I talked to... Dr. Brimstone or Professor Brimstone, whatever the fact is, and uh, I'm getting another get another brain wipe tomorrow. When I wake up, I will not remember you, but I'll feel you because I always do. You're the best part of me, and if anything is left after this brain wipe. We're hoping to go deep. Um, I'm hoping it's the best parts. And if it is the best parts, you're going to be right there in it. <laughs>